Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the uh, Men Lie, Women Lie, and All Flowers Die podcast. I am Uncle Joe. To my left, the lovely, spicy, <laughs> Miss Les. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. That's only today. I don't know. I don't know why I always welcome you. You're I always know. here. <laughs> um, yeah, you came in hot today. A lot of hand action with the talking. That's why I got my hand right here in case I got a Today might be the day. Something. I'm scared, y'all. <laughs> um, we're going to get to the topic. Today's topic is masculine energy and feminine energy and the understanding of it and uh, the comfort in it. And uh, we'll get to that. First, you wanted to, to reply to a comment? Was that what you told me? <laughs> A comment that was left? We could talk. It's going to get into that. We'll get to it. All right, we'll get to that. Um, So first, because not everyone is clear on, and I'm still not clear on the definition of the masculine and the feminine energy. And before the show, you told me that the feminine energy is more the nurturing. uh, The receiving. The receiving. To to receiving um, and being nurturing, compassionate, and then the masculine, right, is the action, the, the giver, the doer. Who came up with these titles? I have no idea. How 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 long has this terminology been in existence? We need to ask Google because I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> because these these terms are uh, they're almost like really judgy to me. Like I, I I don't like that certain things are women being in their masculine. Or men being in their feminine. For example, you stated that being in your feminine is to be nurturing or caring or loving. What if a man is doing that to you? Is he in his feminine or is he just a caring man? Well, the ultimate goal, right? Uh, A healed person is someone that is both, right? They're feminine and they're masculine. And you have to be able to know when to turn what on and when to turn it off. But it's it's confusing to me almost in the sense that certain things you don't turn off. You don't turn off being caring or nurturing. No, but I'll give you I'll give you an example. Right. Um, When I'm at work. Uh Right. I'm the boss. So I'm making decisions. I'm the doer. I'm in my masculine energy at work. I got to make decisions all day. I'm dealing with people. I'm. Not in my nurturing, soft side, right? I'm in my, I got to get shit done. And that's masculine. That is the masculine energy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't like these labels. I think you're, what would you're, you you're, 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 you're just if in your work world. boss. <laughs> this was Uncle Joe's First world. of all, it is. your tone is very mocky. <laughs> Second of all. You're saying that as if it wasn't. You're trying to put me it, in my when place. It, when it totally is. <laughs> Would that be my, my, me being in That's my masculine? you being in your masculine. And uh, you know what? I'll be in my feminine. I'll, I'll accept it. And you'll it. take it. All right. I'll accept oh. it. <laughs> no, I, I just think if you're at work and you're the boss, you're just in your work zone and your work energy. It's not masculine or feminine. You're the boss. You got to make the decisions and do shit. I don't, I don't think I like that. Everything is titled as being one or the other when it's just all part of being a human. But there's people that are not in both, right? Like nowadays you hear about women being in their masculine all the time, right? Right. Like they don't submit to a man, Mm -hmm. right? Because a man 
well, some men mm-hmm. don't lead properly. Correct. So they're not giving them anything to submit to. Correct. Right. Uh-huh. So um, a woman has to be in her masculine at all times. Right. If she's not with someone that can that can properly lead. Wouldn't it wouldn't that then make it harder for her to find someone to submit to? Absolutely. That's why it's that's that's a woman coming from like a, a wounded place. Hmm. That's that's definitely. I I, and I, I'll tell you, you know, I, I think even now, right, I could be a little bit more my masculine than my You're in my your feminine. masculine today. I am. And today I'm I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it was the gym before. I don't know. Uh, I am a little in my masculine. But that's okay. And I see, I don't think that's you being in your masculine. I just think today your emotions are a little more aggressive for whatever reason, whatever whatever it is that made you more emotional. This is an emotional reaction or something. And the reaction is to be a little bit aggressive, a little bit. I say spicy, I say joking around, but... To me, it's not you being in more masculine. It's just something riled you up, whether consciously or subconsciously, and you're trying to f- let those emotions out, and yeah, they're coming I'm out aggressive. Just going through my healing process, right? Because I'm coming from like a wounded place. So there's days, right, that I'm a little more. Um, I forget that you're still yeah, dealing with. I'm a, a little more heartbreak. in my emotions, and then there's other days that I'm like, fuck that, fuck, you know. And today's one of those. So days. on the days that you're like, fuck that, fuck that, is that considered to be in your masculine? Yeah, it's, I mean... Why, why that can't be is. you being in bad bitch mode? Ask society. I don't know. But... <laughs> Society's whack, y'all. And I'm tired of society and all these labels and everything got to have a label. And if Ms. Les wants to be aggressive today and go lift weights and slap people up, I don't think that's masculine. I think that's more being Puerto Rican <laughs> than anything. Oh, today but, you're going to get <laughs> I think that's... Puerto Rican female shit. But society always wants to label something as one or the other. And I think because things are often labeled or so often labeled that sometimes us men, I suppose, we don't learn these labels fast enough or keep up with what's what. And I think sometimes that's done because it don't matter to us. Like, it's almost unimportant or non-existent to be in your ma- to be in your male or your female. Um, it's more like, are you in fucking asshole mode or are you chill today? You feel me? Right, but you can't always be in asshole mode because then that's you being in your like toxic masculinity. No, nobody should ever always be in asshole mode. Well, there's toxic people in in this world. I, I believe I was called toxic a few no. minutes ago, which I'm highly offended by. I don't believe myself Not to be me. toxic, which made it even worse, you know? <laughs> wow, keep it real. I don't, think, I don't consider myself to be toxic, but I think because sometimes my actions are not easily explainable, they're viewed as toxic. So maybe you have communication, like you lack communication skills maybe people ain't asking the right questions but if you're the one that is (laughs) being the toxic one right and you're saying that it's being misunderstood then it's you that needs to clarify that um if i felt it deserved an explanation 
Well, you're the one that's a little bit butthurt about being called toxic, so... Because I don't think I'm toxic. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I have to act as if I were toxic and correct it, because I don't think I am. But that's probably okay. a little narcissist. That's a little... Anyway, <laughs> that's me and my feminine when I'm in my narcissist um, toxic bag. Listen... Women being in their masculine, that shit is exhausting. I could imagine it would be because you're not, you're not so like, naturally equipped to be that way. So like moms, right? Um, I would say any mom, right? If you don't have like a strong supportive system at home, right, to help you or single moms, um, I think that we are in our most masculine, right? Because we need to provide or like our kids will die. Right. So we have to do. Um, so I think that How? moms are right in, in our masculine a lot. Um, unless you have someone at home. Right, Single moms. That, no, even even moms that are, are married. Right. You have dads that are out working or not as involved as they should be or as helpful around the house. Right. With the kids. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be single moms right right just someone that doesn't have that support at home Mm -hmm. um we have to be in our masculine and by being in your masculine in that example you mean because you have to provide or because you have to discipline because we're or both we're the doers right we're not being like the nurturing compassionate right we're we're doing what needs to get done and that's i still don't Consider that you being in your masculine. To me, you're just being a parent, and you I have to do that. You that. don't get it, but that's what society calls it, and that's what we're talking about. Society right? so- is fucking wrong, bro. That's that's to me. All right, let me explain it to you like this, right? To me, you're in your masculine if you got to go change the oil. That's like a masculine task in my brain, and mind you, y'all, my brain is wired oddly. So to me, if you're like, yo, I'm in my masculine today, I'll picture you with like oil on your face and overalls and a wrench. Like, oh, all right, today she's in her masculine. You just providing for your children, that doesn't, to me, that's neither masculine nor feminine. That's parenting and that's being a human. And yo, you have no choice unless you are deadbeat and you're going to disappear. No, but if you have the support from a partner, mm-hmm. right? then you don't have to be as much. You can be... You don't have you to be take, as much, but you still have to do it. Correct. But if if my if my man comes home from work and is helping with the kids, and so then I can be more of of the feminine, the soft side, right? Like the... Right, but just, earlier you said the, the, the masculine is the doer. The doer. To be feminine and caring and nurturing is doing something as well. Right, but I, I it's, don't it's, think that that's what... Society, fuck you know, society. It, with, the, with how it's defined, <laughs> right? It's not. I think not. society is defining these things totally wrong, and 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 again, that's just me and Uncle Joe and his hard headedness and unwillingness <laughs> to subscribe to all of these terminologies. But I just think society is labeling things that we don't necessarily have so much control over, or or things that are more like. It's just human and loving to be nurturing and caring. It's expected of you as a human, especially if you're in a relationship, your partner, you should nurture them. You should care for them. You should love them. You should treat them well. That's not... Also, you should provide for them and protect them and 
and and make sure they're good and whatever else. That's what you would think. But if that was the case, there would be a lot more happy couples, people together, <laughs> uh, more marriages than divorces, no, right? No, no. Like, uh, obviously, that's not so, happening. Right, because, like I said, a healed person has both the balance of masculine and feminine energy. They know when uh-huh. they have to do shit and when they need to just protect your woman or protect your man. Mm-hmm. Um, and not everybody does that. There's people that are more in their masculine or more in their feminine. And you think it's more so a result of heartbreak or trauma or past I think relationships? It's, um, how you grew up, at uh-huh. least for, for women, right? Um, when we have uh, the one man... Right, that was supposed to protect us from day one, not being fully there, um, or not being there at all, or abusing you, or whatever. You know, our dads, right? Yeah, we're 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 gonna be in our masculine. We're gonna be scared to open up. We're gonna be feminine. Being being in your feminine is being vulnerable. Like I'm opening up and giving you the opportunity to fucking destroy me. Okay, it's funny you say that, right? Because in an earlier episode, you said that you liked men who are vulnerable and open up. But by referring to that as a man being in his feminine, being in his feminine, I feel like that will almost make men not want to do it because it's being referred to as a feminine act. I mean, that's somebody that... That somebody that thinks that way is stupid. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> wow. That's two insults today. That's just no, no, no. That's but but do you understand what I'm saying? Right? But because I mean, it's labeled as being feminine. Yeah, but that's come on. Like, but that's how dudes are brought up. I guess. So all totally in their masculine, right? Totally. Right. So that's only, that's only, only. That's yeah. unhealthy, right? Because you don't know how to. Be in touch with your emotions. And us women, right? Women that that are in our feminine, um, when we are in our feminine, right? Because if you want to be in both. Mm-hmm. Um, we want that vulnerability from our man. Not all the time, right? I'm not saying that every time we get into an argument, my man's going to cry, right? But if we're going through shit, like, I want to sit down with my man and be like, yo, fuck, babe. Like, let's fix this. How do we do this? Like, you know, I... I I, I need that. If my man is cold all the time, in that situation, then that's gonna put me back who? in my masculine. That's gonna put me like, okay, I I can't be vulnerable with my man because he's not opening up to me. So now guess what? Now it's two two you know alpha people mm-hmm. going at it, right? And now I'm walking around with like my proverbial dick, right? Competing with you, mm-hmm. and that's that's not gonna work. <laughs> so I hand. <laughs> I only didn't react because we on camera. Um, Sorry, I don't want to get in your space. <laughs> yes, right? please respect my personal space. Um, yeah, no, I understand it. And again, I'm only I'm only disagreeing with the labeling of it. But a, a man should be able to express his emotions, especially to his partner. If if nobody else in the world, you have to find that one person that you can open up to and trust that they won't use that against you in the future. Because I think that's that's one of the one of the reasons men are not so fast to open up because of what you said earlier you become vulnerable and your your secrets per se become 
they can be weaponized against you in the future. And that stops us. But if you find that person that you believe you can trust and will protect those secrets per se, or protect your heart. Yeah, please run towards that and then begin the opening up and like, let it take time, right? Fellas, don't try to rush into it. You're not going to open up overnight. Um, and you and you shouldn't want to just open up to anybody, right? No, no, hell no. Because you're right. You you never know um, someone's intentions. I think there's like a song, a Spanish song that says like, um, cara vemo, corazones no sabemos, or some shit like that, right? Like we see people's faces, but we right. don't know their hearts. Right, right, right. right. Um, so you shouldn't open up to just anybody. Um, but if you're in a relationship with someone and you're committed to making this work, there has to be vulnerability. Yeah, it's there just oh, we we vulnerability also create uh, it creates intimacy with someone. If you don't have intimacy in a relationship, that's a little dull. Yeah, right. Like absolutely, it's just know. we we first have to get over. We have to unlearn um, that being vulnerable is being weak. Yes, and that you have to heal from that. Right. Those are wounds, <clears throat> like inner child wounds. Um, just like us, right? They call it the daddy issues, right? Women, we have to get over those daddy issues, right? Um, and but also, I think um, you know, and maybe because as women, we when we're picking men from like our wounded energy, we attract the wrong men, right? Right? And then what happens is the man doesn't know how to lead, the, so we won't submit to you, right? Right? But we need to take responsibility for that, right? Um, I think that we need to stop being the victims. Um, and I'm, I'm speaking about women, right? Um, or men that play victim, right? And understand that we create the situations that we, we get in, right? right? Um, and if we don't work on ourselves and heal ourselves and make ourselves better, we're going to continue to attract the same men or women with just different faces. Right. So if you're educated on the healing and... Uh the so-called daddy issues and the need for a man that you can submit to. Why is it so often that women are selecting these wrong men? So you're asking me if I know so much, why did I pick the wrong guy? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> that, I don't know. Um, Not at all, but since you internalized it and I so totally didn't I, mean it. Because <laughs> I'm super scared you're going to hit me. Yeah, wow. Um. I can only speak for myself, right? Um, you never fully heal, right? And I'll tell you that before getting into this situation that um, I'm just coming out of, I thought I was healed, right? Because I had about a year and some change by myself. I was, you know, I was like, can nobody ruin my peace? Blah, 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 <laughs> talking all that shit, right? Um, <laughs> but what I realized was, yeah, I was healed because I didn't have anybody that I was with that was triggering me. Right. Back to the triggering conversation. Right. Yes. So I then got with someone who certain things that, that occurred and how certain things, I was like, hold, wait, hold on. Mm. And then I have to ask myself, right, why is this triggering me? Where mm -hmm. is this coming from? Um, and then I was like, shit, I got more work to do. Right. Healing is, it's never ending. Right. Um, right. Because once you, you get over one thing, there's something else that triggers you. Right. That, um, and so, and healing is linear, right? One, one moment, 
you know, we're like, yeah, we're good. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, what the fuck just happened? Right? Like it. People wake up crying to all y'all <laughs> in the comments, doubting and mocking. People wake up crying. Um, when you see that first initial trigger, <clears throat> do you discuss it or do you? With myself. It, it, it also depends, right? How, if we just started dating, mm-hmm. um, right? I have to think to myself first and be like, okay, is this just something out of fear, right? Like, am I just scared that I'm going to get myself back into a similar situation? Mm-hmm. Or is this guy really triggering me, right? Is his behavior, is it in my head? Um, or is he really? So it's not something I think that I would talk about right away, especially depending on where we are in the dating phase. Could you give but an example of the trigger? Inconsistency. <laughs> that is my go-to because that is what triggers. But me. but that's a little hard to like picture. So could you could you give an example of the inconsistency without being uh, specific? Oof. Um. Okay, this is going to be a very a very general because general uh, because what I'm trying to determine is is the action intentional is the triggering intentional right um listen sometimes i'll tell you when you're starting out talking to somebody right you're texting all the time texting Mm -hmm. texting texting right that creates a habit now i'm used to that Mm -hmm. the moment you stop doing that Mm -hmm. or the conversations get less i'm triggered right and now i have to think to myself right that could just be life he could be busy at work he could be this or is there someone else, right? Or it, these it, are all it, things. Is that, that where your mind through. goes to first? Is there someone else? Yeah. Um. Or it, anything of the negative. Sometimes it depends. It really, honestly, it depends on the person. It depends on how much conversation we've had, right? Um, and I think that that's why now, um, going forward, right, when I'm ready to start dating again, I don't want, uh, to talk to somebody all day every day. I don't want that. Right. Um, because then it becomes part of my routine. Um, and then if it doesn't work out. Right. Then you feel avoided. Now I'm like, there's like a hole. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think that's healthy. I don't, uh, I don't uh, think uh, it's healthy. I think, right. Like you have your life. I have my life and we'll send a message throughout the day. Hey, thinking of you or whatever, you know, Hey, what's up? How's your day? Um, but not full blown conversations all day, all night. I would, FaceTime, driving to work, and I love that. I love that, but did you, it's not. Did you, um, when did you realize that that, the, that that was unhealthy? When I didn't have it. When it stopped. In, um, in which relationship? Because I feel like I knew the- that, um, you know, like 30 years ago. Like, I don't want to talk to nobody every day. So I wonder, is that a me thing? Am I um, carrying some trauma that makes me not want to talk to somebody? Everybody? No, I think that's actually healthy. I mean, I don't know about... Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you're dating somebody, you don't have to talk every day, right? Yeah. Um, and and that was with my past relationship, but I think that's just how we both started. And so, so y'all, y'all, I, I love that. Is that called love bombing? That is love bombing. See, that's another like. That is love bombing. Uh, and I think it was love bombing title. on both our ends, right? Because he would do it, I would do it. And why do you think you did that? Were y'all like. You know what? I, honestly, 
it, it's hard because that was my friend before. It's been my friend for years, right? So it's not like we were just getting to know each other. Right. That was my friend. Like, if I had a situation that I needed advice on, that's why I was picking up the phone and calling before any romantic, you know, things. That's who I... So, I don't know. It, it's a little different. I have a I lot of know. questions, but it's too specific. <laughs> so I don't want to go there. But... I don't know. I I, I, I I think it's unhealthy at any point in your life to attach to someone yes. so much that you need to communicate daily, to communicate extensively. Right. I, I believe if you're in a relationship, you should communicate daily, even if it's just a text. Yo, good morning. I'm going to be done busy today. I'm going to hit you later. Right. That See, <clears throat> that's the key, though, right? Because if you let someone know... Right. Like, let's say, um, at least for me, mm. it would have never triggered me when the conversations got less. If you're just like, hey, listen, I got a busy day. Right. right? I'll call you as soon as I can. Right. Because I would do that. Right. Right. I, I would be like, hey, listen, I got, you know, visitors coming in. I got this, this and that. Um, so he would already know that he's not going to hear from me. Right. But then that wasn't done in return. Right. So then my mind, of course. Right. You know, being, a, I guess, you know, that's insecurity. That's an insecurity within myself. I wasn't um, going to say it. I, I'm not going <laughs> to deny it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's an insecurity within myself. But I think that also has to do with um, the way the actual relationship started. Not to go into any more details. So. Watch yeah. your hands again, please. Because no. <laughs> this left I, jab I, is quick. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't promote violence against women. Um. Joe. I would never. I'll lock your ass up so quick. After peace, I knock you out. Peace. Chill vibes. <laughs> workout demon over here. Um, to go back, if um if you send a text like yo, I'm gonna be busy today, I can't talk to you, boom boom. Is th- which action is that? Is that the masculine action or the feminine action? What's that considered? Um, I mean, I I think it could be, I don't know, I think it could be a little bit of both, but maybe more of the feminine, right? Because. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Again, because I don't fully believe in these titles, I don't know if it would be either. I just think it's being a fucking good partner, bro. It's, I think to be a good partner, I agree with what you said earlier, that you have to be both. But I just hate that it's labeled as being both instead right. of just being labeled as being a good human or a good partner. Um, earlier off air, we were speaking about alphas and betas, which is another, like, I feel like the internet has almost made these ugly words, right? To where betas, to be called a beta male specifically, is almost insulting. And every male wants to consider themselves the alpha male, um, which, I don't know. I think I I just come from a generation where if you're the dude, you never have to say it. You know what I'm saying? So if ever I see a video of a dude and he's like, I'm the alpha male. Right. It's like, you are lying. Because if you were, you wouldn't even had to speak those words because your whole aura would have already told me that. Absolutely. Listen, and I always relate that back to money because... 
the people that are flashing all these things are the ones with zero dollars right, in bank accounts. Right. The ones that are walking in that you would never expect to have a dollar, right? They're right. walking in with those, what is it, the 800 credit score sneakers? Have you seen that? No. They're like uh, New Balances or something. There's oh, like some dusties. 800 credit okay. score sneakers. Those are the ones that have money. They don't need to flaunt it. Right, right. But like, what do they have to prove to anybody? Right. Right? The flash. So yes, uh, the, that is like a, a lack of, of confidence within yourself. If you have to verbally kind of always be announcing it. Right. Yep, that's an insecurity. Now, I don't think women view these words the way I do. Um, or maybe they totally, well, no. To men, being a beta is insulting, right? So I guess women would agree because I think I've heard women kind of like they don't want to date the beta man. So I actually um, was, I don't know if I read it or I heard it, right? Um, a lot of um, alpha women, uh-huh. right, will attract beta males. Uh-huh. Because two alphas are just going to go head to head. So right? is that a thing of opposites attract? Um, I guess kind of a little bit. And right? But it's just that uh, an alpha woman, right? What's defined as an alpha woman, uh-huh. um, right? Is somebody that's in control, assertive, like, you know, um, is not going to submit. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And the only person that is going to be OK with that. Right. Is a beta male. Because another alpha male is not going to be okay with that, right? Would an alpha female never submit to an alpha male? Then she wouldn't fully be an alpha woman, right? Like, I, that's where you're in your masculine. All right, your, so that feminine, goes back right? to the like relationship. Goes, in a relationship, isn't it necessary for her to be, for her and for him to be both? Like, yeah, they can both be alphas saying. individually. And Absolutely. But in the relationship, but in the relationship they, right? Listen, you're gonna have to play both. Roles. At least for me, right? Outside in the world, I have to be like this alpha right. woman, right? right? I have to. I want to come home and like leave that armor at the door, right? And just like submit to my man and know that like I'm coming home and my man, he's he's got me, like right. But even with that, there's gonna be days that you come home. And it's gonna, and it might be the other way around. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? I, now I have to be the strong one for my man. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's okay. That's there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. That's healthy. If my man is coming home every day and not showing that vulnerable side or that side that he that that he needs me, that's a problem, right? Then you're not fully being vulnerable. Then then you're not being yourself. Right. Right. And if you can't be who you truly are with the person that you're planning to spend your life with, then you're a fraud. So the alpha beta is just uh, synonyms for masculine feminine. Yeah. Like the alpha it's, it says, right? Like the alpha female, um, comes out of like, you know, it's coming out of masculine energy. Right. Um, and And, and let me say that very rarely have I heard the phrase, the alpha female. Um, not to say that I've never heard it, but you hear, just hear alpha male spoken about, let's say ninety five percent of the time, and then no, like five percent like, of the like time you hear like about alpha boss females. babes, right? These boss bitches, these mm-hmm. you know, they're they're alpha females. No, I know, I know. It's just not a term that is often used. Uh, it, I don't know. To me, in my mm-hmm. quest for knowledge, um, it's 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 unequally balanced. Uh, how much you hear about alpha males and alpha females? Um, 
not to say they don't exist or anything. It's just maybe because they use the boss bitch more or yeah. something. I don't know. But to men, like alpha female, it's uh, like I even think like not intimidating. Well, it could be right to to a man to who a is man. insecure. The alpha female can be intimidating, and so the terminology becomes almost ugly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that goes back to what you said earlier a little bit, that the alpha female attracts the beta male, and the beta male will often have insecurities. And that's where the alpha, and thinking of that YouTube comment, that's where the woman will not respect, right? They lose respect for... For the man mm -hmm. um because he doesn't know how to properly lead he doesn't know how right. to like man up right but um the comment um stated that the woman holds a man in this high regard of warrior like and when he begins to express these emotions and become vulnerable that they they grow weaker in the woman's eyes um yeah, you if he, if you, you don't agree with that. It doesn't make him seem weaker to you, I, his vulnerability. If, he, if he's coming home every day being extremely vulnerable and, like, crying every day. No. Like, then, <laughs> That's then very course, beta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Then but I think yes. the comment was left on a conversation. And I don't, I don't know about the losing respect. I just wouldn't find that attractive. If right? it was... If, if he was constant, constant right? Uh -huh. But if you have a balance, uh -huh. yes. Just like I don't I don't want a guy who's all in his masculine only because then I don't see a soft side. Like I want to see the side that nobody else gets to see, right? Like, But if he's in his masculine only and then he jumps into his feminine, isn't he now being inconsistent? <laughs> That's... No, uh, but that's why I, I said gotcha. balance. No, no. That's balance. <laughs> no, I'm just, you, I just said that's that to fuck with you, really. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 I'm just fuck with you. No, I totally get the balance thing. Um, I just like, think, I think it's hard, bro. It's hard for guys to open up um, and trust a female. <clears throat> and You don't think it's hard for us to open up and trust men? No, it's hard for y'all, but... Even in the difficulty of it for y'all, it's more so like almost expected of y'all to be more expressive emotionally and more open and vulnerable. So where well, a man, that's how we're wired. it's not only hard for us because of the trust issues that m probably are carried and any jadedness. Um, it's also hard because we're not even wired to right. do it, and right. we're not raised we to do it, and right. we're we're we were constantly taught that that is bad and that is negative and dudes don't cry and dudes nobody cares how you feel but that's why that's why we have to do the work on ourselves right and take the time like and maybe you won't even realize that until maybe after your first relationship right but then instead of jumping into the next relationship take that time to yourself right to work on yourself and realize okay what role did i play in this yeah. Right. And what do I want to take to my next relationship and what do I not want to take to my next relationship? Right. Um, because if not, you're going to continue bleeding on people that, that didn't, didn't do anything it. wrong. Yeah, like, so what do you think you do um, in breakup when you're like perfect? Why are you perfect? 
Certain things need not be said. You know what I'm saying? Certain facts need not be said aloud. <laughs> nah, no one's perfect, unfortunately, man. I mean, I'm pretty close to it, but I think no that's what perfect. makes it exciting, agree, yeah. though, right? Like, if everybody was perfect, like, life would be boring. And what would even perfect be? Like, knows, because we don't even the, fucking know. The, the perfectly balanced. But I think it human. would be boring, right? Like, if we were both perfect, if you had a relationship and your girl's perfect, you're perfect, like, that's boring. So it, what would spice be. it up? Some toxicity? No, but like a disagreement. <laughs> it doesn't have to be toxic. A disagreement. Keep it real. Toxicity is a little bit fun. Listen. Nah, 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 nah. Um, that shit. No, definitely. Um, toxicity relationship. I don't want that shit. Keep that shit away from me. You don't have to want it for it to be fun. Roller coasters, I don't be wanting to get on them. But when you want them, they be fun as hell. And then you get off. And you wobble around a little bit. And then you gather your footing, and you back at it, baby. Next roller coaster. <laughs> He's not toxic at all. Oh, I am not toxic. <laughs> I don't feel as though I'm toxic. I feel as though I'm mislabeled as toxic. Because um, I be looking out for y'all. I be, I be trying to protect y'all, and y'all don't see it. Y'all don't understand my protection methods. I'm protecting y'all from heartbreak. Because you are not healed. Um, a healed person is no one is ever healed. Yeah, but you you got some. You feel me? I gas them. I said you got some. Oh, inner, I have some right? inner, inner healing, healing to, do. to do. We all do. We all do. Um, yeah, we all do. You know, and I I think I wish what I know now I would have known you know in my twenties. Again, a lot of this shit um, wasn't understood or existed in, in 20 years ago. So, Or we didn't know about it. Or we, we didn't, know about, we didn't it, yeah. know about it. So I think we're all on this learning curve together. And we're all trying to learn and practice at the same time. And that sometimes is a Yeah, and I mean, I think that, you know, you people have to take the time by themselves, right? But then you're never going to know... Um, you know, like they say, oh, you can't heal while you're with someone. I think you can. I think you can. Um, if you're uh, both on the same page, right, as far as like, listen, I know I'm aware that I have some things that I need to work on. Uh -huh. You're aware that you have some things to work on. So there's going to be times that we're going to need to give each other that space uh -huh. um, to work on that. And But at the end of the day, we know that we want to take this ride together and not be separate, right? Because distance... If you don't want to lose somebody, mm -hmm. right? I mean, sometimes distance will, will make yeah, you lose somebody, yeah, right? Um, so I do think that people can heal um, together. As long With as the toxic partner? If you're both willing to do the work. If you're both toxic? If you're willing to do the work. Why, right? would, and it why would you have to hold do on, the work? Hold on, but it also depends, right? Because uh -huh. toxicity could be, you know, like violence, like none of that. No, shit, never right? talking about violence. Well, I have to be clear no, because no, if no. not, I'm gonna get my true my my true head off, my head <laughs> true off. No, no, ladies, <laughs> zero tolerance for violence. So none that of that is not toxicity. Stuff, right? That but, is fucking danger. But right, if you have someone that maybe has um, I don't know, uh, inconsistency issues. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, toxic trait number one. <laughs> right, but. 
and and I have issues, right? I have insecurity issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so think about it. Somebody that's insecure and somebody that's inconsistent. That will never oof. work. That's two toxic people. Yes. That, yes. Yes. Right? But so can they heal together? If you're both willing to do the work and communicate, right? And like as as someone that's insecure, right? Giving me a little bit of reassurance, right? Mm-hmm. Telling me, hey, listen, I'm not going to be able to call you today. Yeah. Right? That puts my mind at ease. Right? That's all it takes. Is it? I don't think giving your partner a little extra reassurance. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think so either. Right? I don't. I don't. Uh, I actually agree that two toxic people can heal together. It just they have to kind of commit together to Absolutely. that healing and process and over communicate. You ever been to couples therapy? You know, I went <laughs> right before I got divorced. I went uh, to marriage counseling. Uh-huh. Um, one day uh-huh. and I sat there and I was super open and I, you know, cried my eyes out and I said everything and he just sat there and that's when I knew your partner. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's my ex-husband. That's when I knew I was like, there's no hope. Oh, that's yeah. tragic. He just sat there, you know, he said a few words and, but he wasn't as open. Yeah. Right. So then at that point I was like, but I've been to therapy myself. I took like an inner child healing, um, I've done I've done a lot of things. I I have become very aware of the work that I need to do within myself, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not the easiest person to be with. Um, I do have insecurities. Um, that's probably like the biggest one, um, and it does come from right. I, I talked about it, and I think in the last episode, right, abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am taking the steps right, but I also need to find a partner that is um that understands that right right um and doesn't necessarily see it as like a bad thing just you know like we're human we gotta we gotta work through that shit right you know? i think you just gotta tell people you're puerto rican and they'll be like oh yeah she half crazy i'm cool with that they either gonna be cool with it or not that's what i think <laughs> And I think most Latin women are a little bit insecure. And I think... But why? Um, Probably TV. TV is not making you insecure. <laughs> nah, we know why. Their dad probably had a secret family somewhere and they met their sisters later in life. So they... Like- you know my life story? No, but I just oh know Latin men and women. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I saying? Latin women are insecure, yes. And I think, oh, so I think, I think, I think that's kind of hot. Like men be thinking that's kind of hot. Women being insecure? Not the fact that they're insecure, but like when they be like taking action. Like pulling up on you and shit yeah. like that. That is toxic. But I think dudes like that because they're taking action. And it's, it's more than talk. And it's like, oh, she she was ready to come out here and stab the next chick. If The next chick would have been out here. But the next chick would never be out there because men are super loyal. But it's testing. You know what I'm saying? So when they see, like, oh, she's about it, they like it or more. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mind you, I'm talking because mad shit. We're talking a lot about women and the women insecurity. And Men are super insecure. Paul, no, uh, yes, <coughs> absolutely. But I want to talk about why a good majority of men don't lead properly. A good majority of men, or don't at least, lead you know what? Let properly. me take let me take that back, okay. right? Because there's like yeah, how many a, a of people in, in this world, yeah. right? Um, think I think of when I even go on social media, or you know, there's always you know talk about how women don't want to submit, right? Mm-hmm. And when you talk to women, it's because they haven't found someone that can lead properly. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Okay, there's a multitude of reasons why, right? But I think the strongest reason why, and I don't want this to come off off as insulting. Um, women used to be put on a pedestal, right? So when a man got his woman, it was a trophy. It was like you had to protect her because... She was the shit, you know, that's your, that's like your one, you know what I'm saying? So you would lead her properly. Now there's so much exposure to women, whether positive or negative, um, that they're not as coveted as before. They're not as revered as before. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you have one diamond, that shit is fire. If you have 10,000 diamonds, that shit is just another diamond. So I think men are almost overexposed to women. Good women, bad women, alpha women, beta women, skinny, fat, thick, tall, short. You know what I'm saying? We see every variety of women now and none of them. It's harder for them to be special. But I think that's now. But like think back even like I think of my parents, right? In, in their situation, right? My my dad didn't properly lead, right? To the point that my mom raised us to be so independent, mm-hmm. like really in our masculine, right? So that we never had to depend on a man to protect us, to provide for us, um, you know, financially, nothing. That if my mom used to always tell me, like, listen, make your own money, do like really focus on what you have going on so that the day a man decides to, cheat on you or whatever and this is obviously my mom coming from a place right um you kick him to the curb right so this has been going on even prior to social media access to women i feel like um like if you if like your situation wasn't the norm um i i feel like i know a lot more people that had both parents in their life and their father did lead and held down the household than people that came from single parent homes. I, I okay. in my circle yeah. of okay. friends or, no, or people I, mean, I know. Um, so your dad might have been the outlier, and I can't I can't say why he did what he did. No, of course. Um, but you know, probably he was never taught how to properly love, and he was never taught how to properly lead. And you can never do something that you don't know. Well, yeah, how I'll, to I'll do. tell you, and and this just proves that our. Like, we all have a lot of inner child. My dad wasn't raised by his mom. Okay, see? Right? So, he was raised by his dad. Okay. You know? Um, and then his sister, right? But he didn't have that mom love, that yeah. nurturing, that, you know? Um, 
So I guess to him maybe, right? And this is just me guessing, right? Like he never knew how to properly take care of a woman. Totally possible. So so my dad um, was in the household and held it down, all the bills, never worried about none of that. You know, food always in the house, boom, boom, boom. As far as being a father, he was great. Um, but as far as being a husband or a partner to my mom, he wasn't that great because he was unexpressive and to this day difficult. It, it's difficult for him to express any form of emotion. So even in like... He's very in his masculine. Right. So when it comes to parenting or, you know, you saying a man being able to lead or not lead, he led the household... But at the same time, he failed to lead the relationship. So it's, it's, there's never an answer to it of why men don't lead or can't lead or don't know how to lead. Sometimes they don't want to lead. You know what I'm saying? If, if you're not the one for him, he don't want to lead you. So then, he don't give a shit. Then he shouldn't. Then don't. Why would you be with someone that you don't want to be with? Why? Like, why do fish breathe underwater because men are fucking assholes you kidding me because they got a 10 percent chance to smash and they're gonna take it and not think of the emotional repercussions that's gonna happen to the female that's selfishness that's that's un that's non-growth that's what causes right women to feel like we have to be in our masculine all the time we have to protect ourselves because our men are not protecting us. Right. So maybe the question right? is, like, why are women picking men that don't lead? Because we're coming from wounded. Wounded. But you're picking you're picking wounded. Of course. Or wounded unhealed. Wounded. Yeah. Unhealed. So the unhealed. cycle is just going to continue. That's, that's why we have to do the work. That's why we have to do the work. Uh-huh. Exactly. Hello. Exactly. Y'all definitely need to continue to do the work yeah. until you, uh, uh, you guys achieve like, a level yeah. of of um, emotional maturity. Like Both myself. men and women. Oh, no, I'm talking specifically now. Like, y'all need to grow up and reach my level of emotional understanding and expression and maturity. All right, guys, thanks for joining us today. <laughs> 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 nah, nah, I'm just messing around, man. I'm still, uh, I've done therapy too. I did couples therapy <coughs> okay. with an ex-girlfriend. How was that? Um, So we tried a few different therapists. As you should. One of them was really trash. Um, One of them was really good. Like she got us to kind of open up in like the first session. Um, but then something happened. I think the insurance changed or something, so we couldn't go back to her. And then the last lady we went to, yo, it was so real that the insurance didn't even cover it, and we came out of pocket. And she was good, but then the relationship uh, just crumbled, so we never got to go back. But people, a lot of people, um, like, don't even, they're like, yo, if you're if you're not married, you shouldn't go to therapy. Like, if you're just a couple and you need therapy, just break up. No. No. No, I, I obviously don't agree either. We was in therapy. We should have just broken up. You shouldn't wait till you're married and have issues to go to therapy. I think I think people should go to therapy on Normally. their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I agree. you know, if you're in a relationship, therapy teaches you a lot of things. You know, even when you're in a couple, like, 
you know, in a relationship, it'll teach you how how to argue, mm-hmm. right? Like that's a big thing, knowing how to argue with someone, um, you know, knowing ways to communicate. Like there, I think it would be great. I would love to meet somebody that's like, listen, we're gonna we're gonna make this shit work. Let's go to therapy now. <laughs> Right? Oh that way, God. when we get married, we're good. Your first date could be therapy? Not my first date. Maybe my second date. No, I'm also a, a, a strong supporter of therapy, um, whether couple or individual. Um, sometimes couples need that mediator so they can understand what the other is trying to say. Yeah, and I mean, a good therapist, right, is just, all they're really going to do is just ask you certain questions to kind of open your mind to see things differently. Right. Um, You know, a therapist is not going to go and give you advice. That's not their job, right? Their job is just to kind of open up your mind, right, and and try to get you to understand where she's coming from and vice versa. Um, So I think it's, I think it's very helpful, and I think everybody should go on their own. um, We all have shit we got to deal with yeah i totally agree with that no matter how hard our parents tried right they had their own shit they were doing the best they could it's funny to think back on uh our parents right like sometimes i'll just think back on my dad and my parents have 20 years on me so when i was 13 they were 33 and i think of myself when i was 33 and like yo they must have been like (laughs) I don't know, like, how, I, I sometimes don't get how they even did it. Like, what do you mean? At 33, um, they were still young. You know what I'm saying? But they didn't get to live as young. You know, they, they, they were already almost like in parent mode and work. And if you're going to do something, you're doing something with the kids type shit. Um, they didn't, like get to just pop up and go clubbing one night or whatever it was. Or or maybe they did and I just don't remember. But I <laughs> they just left you sleeping. I just Yeah. <laughs> I just put myself in their shoes and like damn at thirty three I wouldn't have wanted to be where they were. I would have wanted to be popping. Everybody tries their best, right? <laughs> no. Absolutely. And shout out to the parents, man. Hmm. I also think that a woman in her masculine um, can't even fully enjoy sex. Oh, why? Oh, because she can't submit? Yeah. And a woman, right? Like a a woman in her feminine energy is very in touch with her body, what her body likes, what her body doesn't like, right? When you're in your masculine, I mean, I, you know, when I think of, somebody having sex in their masculine, right? It's like the dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are the dude in bed, you're not fully enjoying it, right? Um, and I, I heard, um, what was his name? Uh, I think Danny Morell. Um, he's like a, a, a social media. He has like a podcast and stuff. And he said that that's a big reason why um, women, uh, a lot of women have a hard time having an orgasm. Because they don't know how to submit and just really be in the moment. And you and you correlate that to them being in their masculine? Yeah. 
I guess I, I can see that point if the guy is not because when we talk of men leading, they also have to lead in the bedroom. So if he's not leading there and he's not properly understanding you and your body and your likes and your dislikes, if he's even taking the time to care, because sometimes men in sexual situations are selfish and not really concerned with the female orgasming. I, or I not also orgasming. think as women, like if we're not in our feminine energy during sex i mean we won't even know right how to guide our our dude right. if he's not doing what we like right? right um if we don't under, if we're not in our feminine we don't understand our body what we like what we don't like how can we how can we tell you right well yeah th- th- i think that's where i was getting to if he can't lead you properly then it 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 makes sense that it would be difficult for you to orgasm cuz he's not providing now, you with the now the woman's got to take charge tools, right yeah. and you're not the and then if your insecurities start kicking in, now your whole mental is fucked up and it's probably not going to it's not going to work out for you. But what about the alpha female beta male relationship? Are they able to enjoy it more because they they are used to being in their masculine? So in that sexual situation, they are the dominant one? Maybe, or maybe they think they enjoy it, right? But because they've never been really in their feminine they don't know what it's like to experience sex while you're in your feminine but couldn't a female right? because i feel like enjoy I playing the dominant role absolutely but every time like do you want i i don't want it <laughs> right like i want to submit to my man no but we've established that you don't want to be in an alpha female beta male relationship but no, someone who who does want to be in that they might like that every time they might smack him up whatever the case may be they dominate him and he, and he likes that shit. submits to it and he enjoys it. Right. And maybe maybe in that aspect of the relationship, it might work, right? But in other aspects, it may not. So that goes back to what we were saying about alpha male, alpha female. Um, there's going to be points where each has to submit. And that yes. would be considered one of the points where one of them will have to submit, whether they decide to, you know, rotate or whatever, whatever the case may be, personal preference. Um, but yeah, that makes sense. The guy, sh- especially in that situation, the guy should take lead, and uh, you know, be the dominant one, and and ensure the woman's pleasure. Right, and I think as a man, right, like, wouldn't you want to do that, right? Like, wouldn't you want to make sure your woman is is pleased, right? If you're the non-selfish you're, man, yeah. Well, you know, if you're in your masculine. Right, and, and if you have that healthy balance, right, you want to be pleased and you want to please. Yeah. But they have to know. Well, not only do they have to be in their masculine, they have to be somewhat healed or on the way to healing, or just positive, I guess, or non-toxic, and you know, want to have the right result with the people. Yeah. I think if both men and women just understood and when they have to be in which role, which energy. Um, great. A lot I more think women energy is the better word. I, I, I think you just actually gave the word that I've been looking for all episode. It's just different energies. It's to me again, um, y'all can call it what you want. Y'all can label it however you want. It's 
neither masculine nor feminine it's energies what energy are you in and what is the right energy for the moment feminine energy and in your masculine energy correct but without (laughs) having to label them just what is the correct energy for this moment in time right and for myself and for my partner when you can do that you have like as a woman when we can balance both right when we should submit to our man right and when we need to put that guard back on um that's when we're in our divine feminine energy and the same thing with with the men when you know okay it's my time to lead i gotta take care of my woman but i also can sit down and have a vulnerable conversation with my woman and make sure that her heart is protected um that is a man in his divine masculine energy when one reaches their divine energy does their aura glow i'm sure right like there it is. There's the proof. If y'all know I'm the last dragon and I got the glow of the last dragon. So my aura be glowing because I've achieved divineness. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to head out. <laughs> my masculine and feminine cheese are all aligned and elevated. And with that, we're going to say peace out. <laughs> Mama Les. <laughs> Uncle Joe, men lie, women lie, and all flowers die, the podcast. And we out. <laughs> <laughs> you so